Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Looking pretty cozy over there on the uh, on the couch, Ryan. I am cozy. I got my legs up. I got. I'm. I'm just kind of curled up. Feels nice. I feel like this is gonna be kind of a chill pot. We'll see. We'll see. I feel like this may be a very chill one, a very nice, relaxing one. People love those ones. They're like, man, I like the chill episodes of the Super Mega Cast. They don't like the chill opening music. No. Well, whatsoever. I think I, th- I think they've gotten over they've it. They've gotten used to. It. I like the music. That's what matters, right? Yeah. That's what I think, like, isn't that important? Yeah, it's also, it's important to listen to your audience, but in terms of producing the content that we feel proud of, I think that's more important because yeah, that's what, that's what makes us us type of thing. Like, that's what makes super mega, super mega. Well, the thing, well, okay. Yeah, I, I agree. It's very important to listen to the audience. Um, I just feel like the old music, it was great. Um, couple, well, it was the first time we we're addressing this. People are like, when are they going to address the music change? But <laughs> just 10 episodes. In yeah. But basically it's like, I don't know. It kind of set the tone of more of like, like, yo, these are gamers with a podcast. It was kind of <laughs> like a chill, just a chill atmosphere. And, um, the guy also, uh, that made the, uh, intro song, nothing against him, but several times he striked our videos cause he kept i don't know if he kept forgetting that we had a we, we bought a license to the song and several times he striked the uh episodes where, nothing against him yeah but it's just kind of like it was just like a minor we, we didn't want it to happen again because then we couldn't monetize the episodes for a while and he's like do you have a license and it's like yep here it is and then and it would happen prove, again you had to yeah. prove it like multiple times so we're like you know it, it was it, it was a good thing but we got some new music but, but guys, it's a fine song yeah it's a fine song the new music is by a little artist called uh moose uh, you can check him out in the description but yeah i mean we like the song um have, have and you, you know seen a moose in real life i've never seen a moose in real life they're mm. really aggressive though are they they're big they will destroy fun. you, man. What type of animal is a moose? Are they in the same family of animals like a deer? They or I, a horse? I don't I, know. I think so. I don't know what that family's called. Like we've talked about this before, of like what animal, what like family is is a deer in, and what is it related to? I think it's its own. It's not like a dog. It's not like a canine or a feline. It's its own little thing. 
bears are in their own. I thought bears were like canines. They're in their really? own category. Yeah. Why do you think they were like canines? Because you look at them, they look like dogs, like in the face, <laughs> yeah. like the teeth. They look like big old dogs, but they're not. I can see that. Horses act like dogs. Dude, horses, you can play fetch with them. You can uh, get them to roll over and rub if, their belly. If you have a nice relationship with a horse, I'm sure it's very nice. Justin keeps saying how, horse, how horses bullied him a lot. I don't want to go into anything else, but he was bullied by horses at a young age. Have you read Equus? Uh, the one where Daniel Radcliffe is naked with a horse on stage? Yes. Well, that's the play. Have you read the Have you read the book? No, have you? I did. I had to read it for Does school. he actually have sex with the horse? No, no. He just gets naked, and he uh, gouges the eyes out of a horse. What? Yeah. Of the horse that he's in love with? Yeah. Why does he do that? Well, he does it to all the horses. Why? Because he goes crazy. It's a really good book. You should... You, so I, wait, like... It, but, like, in the book is... It's... It's very, like, apparent that it's fucked up what he's doing. And he's yes. He's a fucked up individual. And he has, like, a fetish for horses, I think. Is it kind of like a psycho or taxi driver where the main character is just some fucked up individual? Yeah. And it's, and, like, and it's not about, like, some... Some dude that gets down on hard times and just goes a little bit crazy. No, I'm pretty sure if I, I mean, it's been a couple years since I read it, but I think it's like the whole book is him talking to like a psychologist and like recounting what happened. Okay. And he had this big incident. I don't want to spoil it too much. It's a good book. Uh, you should, you should check it. It's short. It's a screen. It's like a screenplay. So it's written like for the stage. I love, I love when things are written like that. Yeah. With stage direction. And yeah. Stuff. Um, and Daniel Radcliffe was in the play and was naked on stage showing his little wiener. His pee pee. His little, his little, his little Harry Potter pee pee. But um, welcome to the 89th episode of the Super Mega Podcast. Uh, we're here sitting on the couch today, having a lovely little conversation. Uh, you know, Ryan, if every episode of this podcast was one degree in a hot tub, we'd start getting warm right now. Like it'd be comfortable to sit in by now. Like it'd you'd be, be like pretty, like decently warm. It'd be like bath water if you let it sit for an hour and you got in it. Oh man, I remember. I did this thing with a thermometer where, like, I'd be, like, like bl- trying to blow hot air from my body to make it go up so I didn't have to go to school sometimes. I did the same thing. Or you'd, like, press your tongue on it extra hard. Be like, come on, heat up, heat up, <laughs> yep, heat up. Yep, I don't want to go to school. And then be, like, 98.7. Your mom's, like, going to school. <sighs> but I feel bad, Mom. Yeah, I remember I, I always, like, if I didn't want to go to school and I felt like I had a fever, I'd always, like, try to make the fever, like, stronger than it was but there's no way to do that and i always felt bad about lying uh so my mom and dad would always make me go but i once i got around to like 10th grade if i was like i feel really bad today my parents would be like oh you can stay home if you feel bad like as i got older yeah Um, because then they trust you type of thing it's like oh well okay the thing that sucked about missing school back then was like you missed a shit ton like and it was hard to catch up if you missed school especially if you were sick for like four days it's like oh you missed four full classes and a full day of socializing with your friends yeah and you missed you missed a lot of shit and like teachers always acted like it was all your fucking fault maybe you shouldn't have gotten a student to inform you and i'm not reteaching the class i'm like i'm not asking you to reteach the class but i'm just asking you like to just give me the material man i say we just kill all teachers nah i'm good I think that I think they're cool. I like teachers. I, I I like teachers as well. Well, some of them, you know, there's your handful of. See, you can't just say a certain type of people is good or bad because there's always going to be a a diddler in there somewhere, right? There's always going to be a diddler in. There's in a, a diddler group. in politics. There's a diddler in religion. There's a diddler in our public school system. There's multiple diddlers in each one, and you don't know who they are. There was a diddler in my at out. my high school, and he went to jail. There's a diddler in my youth group. There's always diddlers in every every like. <laughs> I group, know. You know how it's like why 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 man, you got to be diddling people, man? Think about how many diddlers there are. There's too many diddlers. Where like you knew one in your school. He was a teacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, and I knew one at, in my like church, and it's. I feel like 
almost everyone's like, yeah, I remember that guy. He turned, he just turned out to be, but how many, how many diddlers are there? There's a lot of closeted diddlers out there, man. Good Guys, Lord. please don't diddle people. Please. Please. Like we're asking you nicely. Don't diddle people. It's just let good. them, just let them live. You don't got to go diddle them. Find a consenting adult to, d- to diddle. Okay. You know, what's also not a good idea. What? To make your foot fetish very obvious. Very public. Yeah. Very public. When you're in charge of, uh, when, you know, when you're in charge of kids TV. Yeah, I, I would suggest that. That would be one thing to do. Also, like, I mean, just like you don't need to go flaunting your foot fetish. I mean, there's nothing wrong with embracing your fetishes, but I, you don't, you know, you don't need to share with everyone that you have a foot fetish. That, like, it's Quentin Tarantino does it a good bit. Quentin Tarantino does definitely. I love that picture of him where he's like looking at the camera and it's clearly like a flash photograph taken, <laughs> and he looks a little like. Uh, like caught in the headlights and he's sucking a woman's toes. <laughs> what? Have you not seen that picture? He's sucking someone's yeah, he's, toes? Yeah, he's sucking. I, okay, what? let me Google this right now. It's a picture of Quentin Tarantino and he's it, sucking some woman's toes. Why? Because he has a foot fetish. Like I don't out know. in public or something? I think It looks like he's at a party. Quentin Tarantino. You might have to put this one on screen. Okay. Sucking toes. Dude, I forgot to put an image up on the podcast. I think oh. it was of Lego or I can't remember what it was, but people were... S- that was a, that was a that was the comment section. I, I let them down. You fucked up, Ryan. I know I fucked you up. You fucked up, and dude. they still haven't seen that photo. Oh well, it's a good photo. Here's Quentin Tarantino sucking toes. That's what I was talking about. What the fuck? Have you never seen that picture? I I love the sick ACDC reference. Is he wearing an ACDC shirt? shirt? No, it's a it's a it's R R Q. What is R R Q? Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino probably backed up. <laughs> I don't know. I want that shirt. I want a Robert <laughs> Rodriguez ACDC shirt. Robert Dude. Rodriguez has made a lot of things that have touched our hearts, but he's also made a lot of trash. That's the, that's the thing, man. Like, he's kind of hit or miss, but apparently he's loved in the film community. Because he's in that, uh... <laughs> what did you knock over this time, Ryan? With your big, goofy feet. Oh, it's Febreze. You spray some in the air? Spray it over here. Let me smell. What, what flavor of Febreze is this? Ooh, apple cinnamon. This Thank can you. is crushed. It might explode. Oh, it just sprayed liquid out. Yeah. It's crushed, so it doesn't spray right. How's it smell? It smells nice. It smells like a Christmas store. It's uh it's it's fall scented. And if it doesn't it feel wrong smelling that right now? Like yeah. doesn't it feel almost taboo to smell this fall scent when it's April? I just want to see who in the comments like knows what I'm talking about. There's this place I think is near North Carolina and also like about 45 minutes away from Myrtle Beach. It's called Sunset Beach. And near the area is this like knickknack shop. I forgot the name of it. Ah, fuck. What was it called? I can call my mom and ask her. Hold on. I mean, if she picks up, I don't know if she's going to pick up. Hey, mom, I have a quick question. We're recording the podcast and I forgot the name of something. Hello. Can you hear me? Hello. Open those big old woman ears up. Can you hear me? Now I can. There you go. I love you. Aww. I love you. Um, we're recording the podcast right now. I just had a quick question. I'm sorry, I can't stay for long in this conversation. Okay, um, right, what is the name of that knickknack store in Sunset Beach that we always go to? Calabash. Calabash. Uh, Cal- no, 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 no. no. Callahan. Cal- Callahan. Callahan. Yes, Callahan. In Calabash, because Calabash is like the shopping center or something. Correct. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Thank you very much. Okay. Love you. I love you too. You have a good rest of your day. Don't mind Matt. All right. Bye, baby. Bye. Well, you don't need to. (laughs) 
so blatantly. I like I like how accepting down. she was. Don't mind Matt. Okay, okay baby. <laughs> it's like, yeah. but yeah, we haven't been talking much. It's called Callahan's, and uh, there's this section. If you go in the back all year round, it's it's a dedicated section to just Christmas stuff, Christmas decorations, like big Christmas decorations, like a Santa Claus. They have snow globes. They have regular. Tr- they have like fake trees, uh, ornaments. Whoever's whoever has been to Callahan's, I've I have been there. Every like once every year for the past, I'd say uh, 16 years of my life or so. How do you stay in business like with a year round Christmas section? You know, like because they also who's coming in in July to buy Christmas things because get this. They also have a large section with a bunch of dog statues. They also have a large section with a bunch of clothes, a large section with a bunch of cards and 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 like kid stuff like Mad Libs things Dude, they, they have a bunch of uh what i was about to say silverware i'm sure they have that but i meant what uh souvenirs souvenirs <laughs> mixing up souvenirs and silverware silverware can be souvenirs yeah silverware like like yeah i got this i got this spoon in venice beach you know hey all silverware is a souvenir but not all souvenirs are silverware that is so true that so, is so true man remember that uh saying we came like that kind of like got made up in the in the meeting on Tuesday, you, you can always trust a naked magician. I like that saying. I want to say it from now on. Wait, wait, hold on. Ref- jog my memory with this one. We were talking about someone was talking about like how no, you were talking about how how gadzooked you were while watching a magician. Oh, I was so gadzooked. I went to the Renaissance Fair, and this this man on a ball walked up. He, and he was on a ball. He was he's walking on a ball. Wait, wait, you didn't tell me that. I thought you just said he had a big metal ball in his hand. No, no, no. Well, he did, but he was walking on. Is he the ball man? He was. Yeah, he's the ball man. Is this thing just balls? He, he well, he had, he was on a ball. He had his balls hanging out for some reason, and the guards weren't <laughs> doing anything. But he was wearing like like a mask. You know, one of those like opera masks with the pointy beak. He was wearing one of those, and he had like a cape. What do you mean opera mask? You mean the plague masks? Yes, he had one of those. And he uh, he jumps down off the ball, and you know he he really just kind of forces his way into a, a group of friends if they're standing around uh, to do some magic trick. He doesn't yeah. say a word, but he'll you know he'll, he'll show you some show you some little knickknacks that he's gonna do some magic with. And um, it started out, and I was like, oh, that's pretty. It's just making a coin disappear. That's you know that's I, cute. That's that, real that, that's, cute. That's real cute, buddy. <laughs> and then he just starts busting out these magic tricks that I was I was gadzooked off the chain, dude. I was like, whoa. What the hell? He took a metal ball that was silver and he touched it to my shirt and it became gold. And then he made it disappear out of his hand. So I was thinking like, oh man, well, Aaron, bro- Aaron, you know, shattered the illusion. It was like, he's dropping it into his pocket. He has a special pocket. And I was like, oh, damn it. So then someone at the meeting was like, you know, you can always trust a naked magician. Me. Was it you? It was me. Well, I, well, first I just said, if he was naked, you would like, the only way you can make sure that he's magic for real is if a magician is naked because then he can't hide anything up his sleeve or he can't trick you he could have skin pouches he hides things in he could but he could have himself like it's highly unlikely it would make his job it would make his job of illusion a lot more hard dude he could like he could like show you the coin and then hide it in his foreskin real quick yes so i was thinking like you can always trust a naked magician because they don't have any tricks to hide up their sleeve because they don't have sleeves exactly that is so that's a new saying i want that to be a new saying i always trust a naked magician like there's some sayings that don't make sense a lot of sayings don't make sense. Like when you think about them, like they make sense as the saying, but like when you think about them, it's like, mm. like um, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Like literally, no, it doesn't. I'm but sure like, there's but, many people who have eaten an apple every day and then they had to go to the doctor but, at some point. But eating apples is very good for you. It's healthy. Yeah. Just like trusting a clothed magician is probably not in your best interest. Absolutely not, dude. If a guy comes up to me on the street 
He's fully naked, and he says, I want to do a magic trick for you. I'm going to trust him immediately. You're going to be like, how is he going to hide this coin? Where is he going to put this coin? And I know those in the comment section are like, in his butthole. We'll just make sure it's stapled beforehand. <laughs> that's that's the that's the stipulation. Okay, you can always trust a naked magician with a stapled butthole. Yes. All right? Okay. That's the same. An elongated form of that saying, I think it works just as perfectly that you can interchange them. They're interchangeable. Perfect. <laughs> that saying is going to catch on. I can see, like... <laughs> Like, your grandson's going to be giving a speech. He's like, you know, my grandfather always said, you can trust a naked magician with a stapled butthole. <laughs> why, did that, why did some Donald Trump come out of there? That was Donald Trump? You had a little bit, like, a little bit, like, Because your, your grandson butthole. is going to be the second coming of Donald Trump reincarnated. <laughs> what if you gave birth to a child? Like, your wife, not you. You're like, you get married, and you give birth to a beautiful, like, you're like, oh, it's, it's going to be such a beautiful baby. And it comes out, and, and you look at it, and you're like, wait a second. This looks just like Donald Trump. It's a full-fledged, just miniature Donald Trump, but <laughs> in baby form. And they're pulling him out, and and he grabs your wife's pussy. He goes, "Grab! I grabbed her by the pussy. She's my mom. She lets me do anything." He'd walk around the hospital, throwing a tantrum, waving his birth certificate around. See, see how easy it is for me. Take me down over to where Barack was born. I'll, I'll show you something. <laughs> yeah, baby Barack as a baby is like in the change. Like little baby uh, Trump is like trying to get up into one of those incubator machines they put babies in where Barack is like, see my birth certificate, Barack, where's yours? Well, Donald, it's 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 in a filing cabinet in the other room. <laughs> like baby Barack. Why isn't there a show with baby presents? They have baby Looney Tunes. They had, they had, they had Rugrats, which were, ba- I was thinking about Rugrats all grown up and for some reason for a split second thought that Rugrats came second. And no, then realized no. it didn't. Well, like they, they all had, grown up. I really want to shout it out. All grown up with, with you. you. That was a good show. I, I, I watched it. I liked uh, the original Rugrats a lot more just because I think. Um, oh, yeah. It was it was very interesting. I, I feel like all grown up definitely has a place because because Rugrats, while, you know, it existed in reality, like nothing. I mean, a lot of goofy shit happened, but it still maintained its own base reality. Um and the imagination of the kids went bonkers. But then in All Grown Up, it kind of laid back on that a little bit and was more about, like, their problems as, like, teenagers yeah. and stuff. So I feel like it was important and it was very interesting because I – when watching it, it's canon. It's like this is what they are like grown up. And it was Which just interesting seeing what these characters were like all grown up. I really want to shout it out. Okay, oh, we got it. It's a interesting choice to make to make Tommy so hooked on Xanax. Yes. But – I trust the writers, and that's canon. Yeah, so. and and you know, you got those babies. They're always wearing diapers, and then when they get into teenagers, they're wearing underwear. And what better underwear to wear than me undies, Ryan? Yeah. Oh, yes. Look at my underwear. Damn. You know what that is? Those wouldn't be me undies, would they? They're certainly me undies, and they could be your undies too, if. You go to MeUndies.com slash SuperMega and get a fantastic deal on the softest, most comfortable underwear you'll ever own in your life. MeUndies uses a sustainably sourced, naturally soft fiber that starts with beechwood trees and ends with the most amazing fabric you've ever experienced. The results have been downright D-R-E-A-M-Y. Put it all together, what does that spell, Matt? Dreary? Dreamy. 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 They're not dreary. They're no, incredible. they're very cool. I'm seriously wearing them right now. You I'm are. Wearing, they have bana- they're blue and they have bananas the ones on them. with the bananas? One, one of the bananas is, is open? It's open. Someone already peeled that one. It's so comfortable. They're There's actually, all- like, no joke, like the softest underwear I've ever owned. Some of my favorite pairs are the ones, the, the blue and white striped ones. 
Ooh, I like the, those. They feel nice, dude. There's tons of designs you can choose from. Go on their website. They've got new prints every single month, always rolling out new designs. So uh, lots of limited ones. And you know what? If you're picky, I'm sure they have something cool for you. Not to mention, there's also a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Me Undies guarantees you will love their undies or your money back. That's a that's a pretty big uh, risk that Me Undies is taking. It, but they're confident that you're going to love the, the underwear because, I, I mean... Who wouldn't? For any first time, <coughs> sorry, go. Okay, Ryan. For any first time, <coughs> are you done? I'm done. For any first time purchasers, when you purchase any MeUndies underwear, you'll get twenty percent off and free shipping. And like Ryan said, one hundred percent satisfaction guarantee or your money back. And please just remember, just to support us, to, just to help us out, and to make sure they know we sent you. You have to, you have to go to this URL that I'm about to say, say and it. then when we say it a second time, Matt's gonna chant it with me, right, Matt? Okay, yeah, yep. Okay, you have to go to meundies.com/supermega. That's meundies.com/supermega. Get yourself some really comfortable undies. They send us free pairs all the time, and I'm like, oh my god, me undies, I love you. You, you, you won't know until you try your own pair. And remember, at least just try it. Remember, there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you do not like them, you'll get all of your money back. Just remember, MeUndies.com slash SuperMega for the fourth time, or fifth time, I think. That's MeUndies.com slash SuperMega. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Mm. Okay, Matt, you, that segue was pretty... That was a great segue. That was a rockin' hard segue. That was a really good segue with the whole all-grown-up Rugrats straight into the sponsorship. Yeah. I really, really appreciate your... I do want to shout it out, <laughs> but I do want to commend you for your creativity with that segue. Thank you, man. Guys, here on this podcast, we don't just we don't just open up and go, oh, let's thank our sponsors today. We fucking... We love our sponsors. We want to kiss them all over their naked bodies. If they if the, if they were personified in human form, mm-hmm. well, I mean, just the people, just the the CEOs of these companies. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. If they were here and, and consented, I would kiss their naked bodies. Only if they consented. Only if they can. I would never do that without consent first. Can a dead man give consent? Think about no. it. No, he's dead. Exactly. Oh man. Uh, segue into a different topic. I 
had I, I made a phone call the other day um, to the to, Circus Peanut CEO. No. Oh. To okay. uh to like uh, an office uh-huh. that I had to call and, and I had to like uh, ask about something or let them know. So I don't remember what it was, but um they didn't pick up, so I went to voicemail. So I started leaving a voicemail, and I just like blanked out during the voicemail, and I just paused, and then I stole my words, and I just went. <laughs> Yeah, and then I hung up. <laughs> what? And uh, then I just, I had the realization of like, there's nothing worse than fucking up a voicemail because there's no second <laughs> chance on that, dude. No, there like, isn't. Like a voicemail is like, you got, you got one shot. I wish there was a button you could press to like redo it. In I fact, know. I thought there was at one point. Where, like, I, if you, you wait long it. enough, I think it'll time out and it'll say like, do you want to? Or it'll just go boop and then hang up. And then, then your message is just it's really just long. two minutes of silence. <laughs> you fuck up and then two minutes of silence. <laughs> but like, dude, there's like, a, fucking up a voicemail is awful because you're just like, ah, oh, I fucked that up and I can't undo it. And now you just have to wait until they listen to it. And it's like, God damn it. Why is there not like a a good known option to how to reset a voicemail. Because I'm like, hey, this is uh, Matt. Um, I'm just calling to... Um, <laughs> Dude, yeah. I suck at leaving voicemails. I always make a gosh darn fool of myself. I do too. And it's like, god damn it. And and then like they listen to it and they're like, what? Okay. <laughs> like, I, I usually am just like, hey, this is Ryan McGee. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, I was calling. And then, like I have to try to save it. And sometimes they just don't call back. I just, I don't even try to save it. Cause I'm all like, guys, that can make it more awkward just to like embrace. <laughs> you just, just hang up? No, I like, I'll just finish what I was saying. Okay. Just be like, ah, oh, fuck that part. I'll be like, okay. be like, like, hey, this is Matt Watson. Um, I, uh, I was calling to just, uh, leave a voicemail to say that, um, <laughs> This sounds like it's different, like different clones of you, each doing one word at a time. Uh, hello, this is Matt. And, uh, I was just trying to, uh, say that. <laughs> just calling to, uh, say that, um, thank you, bye. That's a fun game. Let's create a story one word at a time. Ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Once. There. Was. A. Man. Who. Fucked. A. Orange. And. A mailman because he couldn't get laid. The end. Perfect. What a wonderful story. Let's do another one. Let's do another one, but we have to keep it on rhythm like this. Oh, man, that's going to be hard. Oh, fuck. My brain's going to fuck it up. If you say a different word, I'll just have to roll with it and try to figure it out. I got to close my eyes and focus. Okay, here's the beat. Ready? Uh, Okay, ready? Once there was a woman who worked at the store and (laughs) the end. (laughs) That was the best one I've ever heard. Let's try again. You got it. You got to say a word. Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying. Even if it doesn't fully match. Okay, okay. I'll start. I'll I'll start it off. Okay. Walking down the street, there was a big fuck (laughs) fest called fuck fest 2004 (laughs) (laughs) that was a good one (laughs) walking down the street there was a big fuck fest called fuck fest 2004 (laughs) i wish we could call the episode fuck fest 2004 I, I wish that was a thing. Fuck Fest 2004. Is there something called Fuck Fest? There's probably something called Fuck Fest. I'm looking it up. Fuck Fest. Is it legal to have like a Fuck Fest? Like a, like a like an organized festival for fucking. Oh, I know what Fuck Fest is. Isn't that like a porn thing where it's like college Fuck Fest? There's Beach Fuck Fest. Let's these see what just, this is. Are they, these are just porn videos probably. Hold on. 
Look at that. She's just. Let me see. Bring that. Bring that over here. Hold on. Let me. Let me. Uh, get the screen she, going. Is she? Oh, she's, is she receiving she, oral sex from another woman? Ew, was she peeing? Oh, oh no, I don't know. Wait, was she? What was going? What's going? I think on someone there? was pouring liquor on on her on her. Uh, let's let's skip a fur. Let's skip, skip, skip further skip ahead. further down in there. Let's see what's going on. Oh oh, here we go. She's pouring lick. Why are they all pouring liquor on their genitals? That's not good for your balls and That's dick. That's got a well, it cleanses them, I'm sure, but she, I imagine that it. She's blowing them, but she poured liquor on his dick. Where, where does this stuff happen, dude? I don't know. And why am I never there? Okay, she sh she's fully naked now. Dance. Okay, they're. Dude, that's she. This she, is a fuck fest. That is the definition of a fuck fest. Okay, you like people cheering. This wasn't a staged porn thing. It's just a bunch of people drunk, probably during spring break, going, "Who who cares? We're drunk. STDs are on the mind, but they're gonna be on our mouths in a few weeks, and on our penises, and on our vaginas." I it, do not want an STD. That sounds very scary. It does, but at least um, I okay, I would never want an STD. But there are some that don't last that long, which it's like, I'd rather have one STD over the other. There are STDs where it's like, if I, if you were to, okay, if you were to pick an STD, what would it be? Mine would be crabs. Oh, that's, oh yeah, I forgot. That's an STD. Yeah, yeah. sure. Because that's like, dude, just, sh just shave your pubes. If you had to choose one STD, okay, audience, if you had to choose one STD, one STD to contract, what would it be? Question of the week. <laughs> Text your answers in now. So you and I both are like game for crabs? Dude, I am game for crabs, bro. In Okay, you have that. Okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you what buy something for it and get rid yeah, of those get rid of those bugs. Can you just shave your your? your can you just shave your pubes? Just shave your pubes. Like why, why is that so hard out. to get rid of? Just shave them. Like are, are crabs just like it's lice. pube lice? It's just lice. It's just I don't lice. know. I don't like that they're called crabs because that makes it sound extra gross. Why why are they called that? I don't know. Okay, okay. Why? Like how do they get why the name crabs? Are pube lice called crabs i'm sure there's someone listening right now who has crabs and i'm sure that they're like wow i can't believe that they're talking about crabs at the same week i have crabs this is amazing if you have crabs you know no judgment you just know, just get rid of them don't pass them on to someone guys actually we're gonna give you a genuine piece of advice if you're sexually active especially if you've had multiple partners in the last year or so go get tested it's super cheap a lot of places do it for free yeah and you'll have the peace of mind and you won't spread diseases it is one of the probably best things you can do for yourself and your future sexual partners right and it doesn't mean that you're like oh maybe i have an std and it doesn't mean that you're you're a whore or anything to go get tested yeah it's just a very responsible adult thing to do and because you know everyone at some point in their life gets tested so because if you have a, uh, a an encounter to which you're not probably going to see that per that person often. Then it's like, why are you know they might not tell you certain things. And that some people you can have important. things that you don't even know you have. Exactly. Some people can only carry things, but don't so yep. don't show signs. Some so. people are just carriers. Guys, a uh, little word of advice: just go get tested. It takes like ten minutes. Which I think in the awful STD like roulette game, getting just being a carrier is probably the best case scenario if you were to have a lifelong STD thing. Right. And apparently, it was I a, mean, it sucks because then you. You'd have to warn people and be like, "Hey, you're gonna be you're gonna be gambling. You're gonna be you're gonna be rolling the dice on yeah. this one." But like, I, I there was this like Reddit thing where like people were together and they're like, uh, "People who have significant others with STDs, well, what did you do?" And it's like, you know, I just figured, you know, I'm gonna be with this person for the rest of my life and we just safe. Blah blah blah. blah. There's some people who just accept it and are like, "Yep, yeah, my partner has an STD no, from the past I, life." I, I feel like if I if I if I was in a relationship with someone and they had an STD, I I don't think it would change anything. It yeah. would just be something to be careful of and to be like uh, aware of. Aware of, yeah. But like I I don't think it would change the way I see them or anything because it's like shit happens, you know. Yeah. Anyone can get an STD if you're not careful, and most people aren't careful. 
Yeah. I think at least at one point in your life, you're not going to be careful. A lot of people aren't careful. So that's why it's always good just to go get tested. It's very, it's quick, easy, it doesn't hurt. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong, like, if you get an SC, that doesn't mean you're, like, a disgusting person. It happens to a lot of people, believe it or not. I've read some statistics, it's like, a shit ton of people have STDs and you wouldn't even know it. 25% of, yeah. of the population or something like that? It's, it's a large Hold number, on. so it's like, okay, I don't think Okay, Google, 25. what percent of the population has an STD? Hmm? How many people have STDs? Oh, she was about to say it. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get to the pie chart. I realize every time you do that OK Google thing, it triggers everyone's phone that's listening. She does not want to answer. She's probably because she has an STD. <laughs> I know. She's like, oh, not I me. I want to find this out. Everyone but me. That's my favorite thing about Jim Jones was that he said that everyone except him was secretly gay. Every single person was gay except for him. And he would fuck other dudes to show how straight he is. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Today, 25% of Americans have an incurable sexually transmitted disease. Are you fucking kidding me? That's just the beginning. Among the most alarming stats, 85% of Americans with herpes don't know it. Oh my god. But isn't like oral herpes is like one of the most common things? I, 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 nothing to be if you get a cold about. sore, that's herpes. I, yeah. I, I get cold sores, so that means I have I get herpes sores. Yeah, I, I, so we, we have herpes in our body. Yeah. Is, her, is, is a canker sore herpes? I think so. I think I think well, there's a difference between like oral like herpes, her, like herpes or no, that's HSV. I don't know the difference. There's like okay, there's like cold sores, and then there's like herpes. herpes. We are really jogging on about STDs in this one. Hey, it's a it's a it's a, an important thing to address, and we actually use the segue into Marvel's. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. And <laughs> into Marvel Puzzle Quest. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, Matt, you like games? I love games, Ryan. You like games that feature your favorite Disney brand superheroes in them? <laughs> I do. Then then Marvel Puzzle Quest is a game for you. Is it? Yeah. Um, Marvel Puzzle Quest is Marvel's only match three puzzle RPG mobile game experience, and you can download it for free today. Are it's you fr- yeah, Are you messing with me right now? I'm not messing with you. Can I download you. it for free? It is free, and by the way, it is a match three puzzle RPG. Does it feature all my favorite Marvel characters? May- maybe not all of them, but uh, certainly a large amount. Like, like, like who? Iron Man, Black Panther, Deadpool, Rogue, Gambit, Black Widow, Jessica Jones, and more. Are you telling me there's more than 150 superheroes and villains packed into this one sweet game? This one sweet, free, match-three puzzle RPG mobile game, yes. That's called Marvel Puzzle Quest. Once you have your dream team set, you can join your friends or other Marvel enthusiasts and be part of an alliance and compete against others on the leaderboards and weekly tournaments that reward both you and your alliance. Matt, you enjoy a great comic book story, right? Ryan, do I ever. 
Well, battle your way through really fun, really, really, really fun story events from the Marvel Universe and participate in various Marvel-inspired events, such as the latest Infinity War <gasps> events in Marvel Puzzle Quest. Speaking of Infinity War, the additions of the MCU versions of Captain America and Black Widow arrive in the game, along with a brand new feature called Supports, which helps your team with increased stats, powers, and abilities. Download Marvel Puzzle Quest using the link in our description and get yourself a free Thanos <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> I really want to call him that. Get yourself a free Thanos to add to your roster. Wow. It's the big purple man played by Josh Brolin in the new movie coming oh, cool. out soon. All right. Uh, thank you for the sponsorship, uh, Marvel. Um, however, uh, we do need to finish the conversation. Ryan and I both have AIDS. It's not funny. I know it's not Tom funny. Tom Hanks had AIDS. In the movie Philadelphia. No. Did he have it in real life? Yeah. They made a documentary about it. Oh, he doesn't. They had a whole documentary about it. Tom Hanks doesn't have AIDS. I would know that if Tom Hanks had AIDS. Okay. Tom Hanks. He had has... AIDS in the movie Philadelphia. Yeah, the documentary Philadelphia. Philadelphia's. Not... I've seen Philadelphia. I know it's not a documentary. It was written by Ron Nye. Ron Neistat, Casey Neistat's Nice-Wanner. brother. Nice Nicewanner. I don't know how to say that. Directed by Jonathan... It's Nice Wiener, Ryan. Denzel Washington was in was in AIDS. He's the one who gave him the AIDS. Really? I haven't seen the movie. No. Hold on. Tom Hanks has AIDS. Is it the courtroom Mr. scene? Bay, come in. What is this? Hold on. What is it? It's only see you again, counselor. It's only thirty seconds. Judge tape. Candle construction. That's Tom Hanks. Innocuous. And that and the other the guy he's talking to is Denzel Washington. I have AIDS. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, I remember a woman came up to me in uh, Little Tokyo and just told me she had AIDS. She was like, excuse me, I have AIDS. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I think it's, I think it shows something like AIDS used to be this fucking horrifying epidemic. It still remember? is horrifying. Well, I mean, it is horrifying, but it's to a place where, you know, you can live comfortably. It's not guaranteed death like it used yes, to be. Yes, yes. You know? It was good. Yeah. Like, AIDS is, is a terrifying disease to have, but you can... I mean, Magic Johnson has had AIDS for, what, like, 30 years now? <laughs> yeah. Like, and he got AIDS because he was not careful with his sex. He was having lots and lots of unprotected sex because he was a big basketball player, and people were like, have sex with me, Magic Johnson. <sighs> What's wrong? Why are you crying, Ryan? Tom Hanks has AIDS, dude. No, he doesn't. <laughs> It's like upsetting you. Like he doesn't have AIDS, dude. <laughs> dude why? I don't know why you're trying to spread this rumor that Tom Hanks has. Tom AIDS. Hanks is a regular listener in his pocket. He's gonna get his feelings hurt that you're saying this. Yeah, him and his and his rapper son. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Tom Hanks' son does rap. <laughs> yep. What's his name? I forget. It's it's it Look was up. Tom you, Hanks' son. Tom Hanks' son rap. Why is fifty percent of every podcast just looking things up? Son <laughs> drops n bomb. Let's not listen to that. Whoop. Tom Hanks, son, please. What's his name? Chet Hanks. Chet Hanks. Hold on. Damn. Does does his dad like promote his rap music? Is this Tom Hanks' son? Well, that's not that bad. He's gonna he's gonna be like, how dare you, Chet? Chet Hayes. Tom Hanks. Don't be getting social media. Okay. You said you identify with the is it black culture or hip hop culture? We were referring to black hip hop, whatever. That's Tom Hanks' son? Yeah. Let me see. Bring him, bring him here. Bring the boy here. Whoa. That's Tom Hanks' son? Yeah. Doesn't even look like him. 
I don't even see Tom Hanks in that. A little bit. A little bit. Who did Tom Hanks sleep with to create Chet? I, maybe his wife. <laughs> maybe his wife. Uh, Rita Wilson. Um, Chet Hayes is not getting any blowback from his famous parents over his penchant for using the N-word, but Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have given him a strong warning, which Chet has not heeded. Oh, wow. Tom Hanks. Here's another video titled, Tom Hanks' son. I can say the N-word. Uh-oh. I got, I got some news for Tom Hanks' son. You can't. Yeah. Or shouldn't. You should not. I mean, you can. That's the thing. You can. Freedom of speech, yes, of course, but you probably should not do that. Yeah, it's it's just it's just not nice. It's sure. just it's also like it's I think it's to the point where that whole comedic phase and use of the word has is out. Yeah. And people and like what's funny is there are still a lot of people still trying to be like, no, it's still funny. It's funny to say. Like it, like it really did. It like I think back in the Newgrounds days, and even to an extent, like recently, I a few, mean, even, yeah, recently a few years. I mean, ago, I, I remember, I remember, I, there was a period where I thought, I thought it was funny for well, because it was edgy. And you and I grew yeah, up in South edgy, Carolina right. too, and like we were surrounded by that type of shit. All right, right, I guess. right. But I don't know. Maybe I just, maybe I just lot. I don't get it anymore. But like, I, I, that's just not what I find like edgy funny. It feels me. just to a point now where it's like, that's the punchline. Like, when that's used as the punchline, it's like, okay. Yeah, because it's like, I guess it's expected from that type of humor. So when you, when you know what type of humor it is someone uses, like, oh, this is just a symptom of that type of humor. It's like, it's like the why did the chicken cross the road of edgy jokes. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. You use the N-word. I get it. But, 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 but yeah. I mean, Tom Hanks' son. Um, I bet Tom Hanks is just like, oh, damn it. God fucking damn it. I wonder if he became like that just because of the pressure of his father being such a you know, groundbreaking actor who everyone around the world knows who he, he is. He probably just fucking lost his shit and like had some sort of mental crisis when he found out that his dad had AIDS. He doesn't have AIDS. We're sure about that. You're going to call this episode. Tom Hanks has AIDS. <laughs> yes. All Tom right. Hanks is going to send us a fucking lawsuit or something. Be like defamation I, of character. I don't have AIDS. <laughs> I have been boarded by three armed pirates. I mean, technically he does have AIDS because I'm sure he has people who help him like secretaries and assistants. So that's the defense. Like, be like, Tom. oh, the South Park one. Yeah, be like, we, we do, we do have AIDS. That was a good play on words. When Jared has AIDS. Yeah, I love how they made an episode making fun of Jared before any of the actual things about Jared was known. I wonder if, like, in the community, the advertisement community, if like it was kind of like a hush hush thing, but like they, they knew like Jared, out. Jared's got, Jared does, he's a diddler. How do you find a? How does that conversation come about between diddlers? Like, hey, you a diddler? Yeah, you. Like yep. randomly, like you're sitting like by the office cooler, and it's like, dude, I looked at this illegal girl the other night. Haha, <laughs> nice. Me too. Are we? What? Whoa, dude. It's like stepbrothers. It's like, do we just become diddlers? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know. Do we just become diddle best friends? Let's make a let's make a movie called The Diddlers, and it's about <laughs> two two men who become best friends over their love of diddling. <laughs> no. Why? Cause. Get Tom Hanks in it. <laughs> okay. And Chet and Chet Hayes. Can they be the two best friends? Yeah. <laughs> Tom, Hanks Tom Hanks and his, and his son. son. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks has been in so many great movies. His early stuff was fantastic. Big was really good. What was the other one? Uh, Essentially everything that he starred in, in the like he didn't have to star in anything after the nineties if he because like every After Forrest Gump. Yeah. Sad dude. Forrest Gump was well, amazing. Then, then you got um Saving Private Ryan, which is fantastic. So good. You have the porn parody Shaving Ryan's Privates. <laughs> Um, because he has crabs. I mean, Captain Captain Phillips was a great movie too. I love that movie. I saw it once. 
I think I, I had a, I think I had a stick up my butt about it kind of like painting him as this oh definitely hero. but like I guess same with the social network if you take away the actual what really happened and just look at it as like a yeah. movie I think it was really good it was directed by the born ultimate the supremacy and identity dude I think mm-hmm. it was directed by the guy who made um which is weird because it feels like a movie that would have been directed by Clint Eastwood shit he directed something else the guy that directed Captain the Phillips Boston that was bomber movie did he I don't know um, I'm trying to remember the guy that directed Captain Phillips directed something else that I liked, but um, like, I don't know. I thought I thought what was actually really cool about the um, about Captain Phillips was that the the Somali pirates, like the actors, were actually real guys that they just got from Somalia. Who then the main guy was able to go on and have a, an acting career. He's had from several that. role like small roles. I've here seen him in stuff. Yeah, I, like I think every now and really then cool. I'll see him. I'll be like, wait a second. He was is a taxi driver. Yeah, he was a taxi driver in New York City. I think. Yep. How did he How did he land that role? He did. He's a great actor though. He did a great job. Um, look at me. Look at me. Look I'm at the me. captain now. Sure, sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, Whatever. I mean, technically, I'm the captain, but. <laughs> he, meanwhile, the real Captain Phillips is like, ah, oh, come on, capture me. Come on, please. please. Oh, fuck. He's getting a big old rock hard purple dick. Just. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, we're bringing it back in at a random point because. I just told a long story about Ross, and then uh, we brought Ross in to interview him about it, and then Ross said, you can't keep this in the podcast, so, I mean, I, I understand why. I should have asked Ross's permission ahead of time before telling a personal story about his penis, but... Um, yeah, just go go tweet at Ross, uh, the, the Super Mega Boys accidentally left in that part of the <laughs> podcast with that story with you in it, I can't believe what you did, you bad, bad boy. Please. Angry, angry face fire emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Let's spray, spray a little Febreze. Ah, Christmas. I wouldn't say it's... I'd say it's November. Give me that. This is November. Not quite Christmas. That's that's you like... step into a fucking store. They have a mixture of this and that pine shit. This is between Halloween and and, and Christmas. I guess. To me. That's the smell. Bring it up. Let me wop some. Gla- that smells great, dude. God, what's your favorite? Do you have like a specific favorite Febreze? Mine is... I think it's Glade, but it's the fresh linens. Uh, Febreze. I don't have a favorite one. I like switching it up depending on my mood. I like switching it up depending on the room. Like I'm like, I want my kitchen to smell like this, and I want my my den to smell like this. Fresh linen, more, more like, like John, John linen. linen. <laughs> God, I I still got to go to a stand up night and, and do that joke. I want to film it. I want to film it so bad. And I just want to. I don't put it on. Twitter. And I just want to go. <laughs> oh my God. I just want to upload that one clip to Twitter. Fresh linen? More like John Lennon. Because <laughs> no one's going to fucking laugh at that. Or maybe I'll get a wild uh, eruption of laughter. It smells so good, man. I can't stop squirting this stuff. <laughs> can't get enough of it. Okay, Google. Play the high school musical soundtrack. People are just like, this is, the, <laughs> this is the fifth time in this episode my phone's done this shit. Ryan, I'm sick of every episode making my phone do some stupid shit. <laughs> Okay, Google, what is High School Musical? <laughs> Just like, God damn it. Stop it. Okay, Google, what are the lyrics to Bop, Bop, Bop? Bop to the top. Wipe so away your inhibition. Do you remember that hairspray song? Spit and drool up on my clit. <laughs> I don't think those, th- that was the first draft of the song. <laughs> Spit and drool up on my clit. I think, I don't think we could keep that this That was one. Ryan singing the Sharpay. Like, I don't think, like, I think we got to change Sharpay's lines here. <laughs> oh, come on. What? Are we not allowed to have fun uh, <laughs> writing these songs? Oh, come on. Oh, that's so Disney. 
<laughs> yeah, Disney comes in and they're going to change everything and make it so, so fucking PC. God. I just got a notification, an exclusive story. Um, yeah. YouTube ran ads for more than 300 major brands and five U.S. government agencies on channels promoting Nazis, pedophilia, and other extreme oh content. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Is, does, this, does this mean the ad situation is going to get so much stop. worse? And just then people like us who are innocent in this thing are going to get fucked over? There comes an extent where YouTube can't keep track of every fucking video someone uploads. Do you, do you know how, how many days of content is uploaded a day? Yeah, it's like... It's, I'm it's sure like, it's like several years of content no, uploaded it's, a No, it's day. a billion... Um, it's some ridiculous thing, like a billion minutes are uploaded Wait, every day or something. These things aren't YouTube sponsored. It's just the thing. Okay, here's how the ad for those who are stupid, like these old fucks who keep writing these goddamn stupid Jeez. editorial Jeez. editorials. The internet, the YouTube works like this mostly. It's it's a site where people host whatever content they want, and the site is so popular and brings in a wide variety of people that. People just happen to advertise on them. And yes, that means some ads show up on videos that I guess some companies don't agree with. But it doesn't, but an ad, unless a company is directly advertising with someone, whether it's a brand deal or something, I could see the fault in that's, that. That's different. That's another Basically, story. Basically, the way it works is like, so let's say that there's like a, a, a channel that's very, you know, creepy, like a diddler's channel. Yeah. You watch his video, you get an ad for Coke before. That's not Coke directly advertising on him. That's Coke gives ads to YouTube and then YouTube, if your video is monetized, will put it on whatever video is monetized. But now YouTube's changed it. So like you have to have a certain amount of views and a certain amount of this and that to like even begin to start right, making right, money. Right. Um, okay. I, I noticed something that happened um, while uploading a Game Grumps animated today. Mm hmm. It, remember that form that popped up? Yeah. Where it's like, please rate this video before you can monetize it. And I yeah. had to, there was this form. Either I had to check a box that said, um, this video does not have profanity, this or that, this and that. Or I had to go through and list like exactly like how strong is their profanity? Is there any sexual content? And to what nature is the sexual content? Is there violence? And you know those game grumps, dude. I swear to God, if we have to start filling out those forms for every video. Yeah. I mean, just put it's 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 clean. Because, I mean... Yeah, of course. But it's just... Just these... Ugh, it's just people attacking a website. Like, yeah, YouTube has its faults. But they don't really rely in supporting Nazis and racism. No, and, and I don't Their think problems lie on being a company that doesn't listen to its viewer base, yes. Like, I think that there is, of course, certain content that shouldn't be allowed on YouTube. Because, at the end of the day, YouTube is a privately owned business. It's not a government owned thing where it's not like by removing like a nazi's channel that's not infringing on their freedom of speech because youtube is owned by google yeah and google is a private organization so they do have the right to do that yeah so i see a lot of people getting like saying that like youtube is like censoring free speech and it's like they're t technically like twitter they can remove accounts it, it's their right it's technically like, it's not infringing on your first amendment right but i do think that um advertisers should not pull out of the site as a whole because of a few bad eggs that happen to have ads run on their videos because then that damages channels like us who, um, you know, we're trying our best to make a living uh, doing this. And then when we get damaged because dumbass, you know, Nazis are uploading videos that get ads put on them because the, there's so much content on YouTube, they can't monitor all of it. That sucks. That really sucks for us. And for everyone else, like Report of the Week, wonderful guy, wonderful channel. For him to get like ads pulled and stuff because, you know, these other channels that promote pedophilia or extremist views, it's like that sucks, you know? Or Rob Dyke, like his shit got taken down and yeah, he deals with like murder, but like, come on, that's true TV stuff.
Like yeah. the stuff he uploads isn't is you'd find it on television. I just I just have a big problem with the way people go about trying to just bully companies um, into going like, oh, you're morally corrupt because this thing that nobody really was aware of. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's just the it's, whole it's thing of attacking people's ads like, haha, we're going to we're going to bully your ads and make them scared to promote you, even though you're doing nothing wrong. I think that there's a difference when it's something like this. And when it's like actual advertisers working with someone with extremist views oh, and just, they pull those ads. Just wait, Matt. We're going to we're going to get some some cockroach of an editorial writer and he's going to go through all of our videos and pick all the times where we said something and take it out of context. Well, and, and that's another topic is, you know, we've been doing this channel for two years and obviously our sense of humor has changed. And we've changed as people because we're, we're at a very we're at a like from starting this channel. Now, it's been a very big period of growth as humans, because when we started, I was. 1920 yeah and now i'm 22 and like your early 20s is a time where you're changing a lot and of course well, you're changing constantly as a human I yeah think. so and and you know i've i've learned a lot i had just moved out to la like i i've 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 changed my humor a lot and of course there's a million things on super mega that i've said that looking back i'm like i wish i hadn't said that I wish that's I not cool yeah. i'm not proud of that joke i made that's that that joke was too far that i made i wish i hadn't said that etc cetera, etc cetera. but yeah. a lot of eye rolling like there's a lot of eye rolls that i get when watching a lot of our past content is fine but there's some jokes there's every now and, and there, there where i'm like just, you okay. know like or or I made or like if I if I made fun of another YouTuber or someone else, I'm like, you know, what? I didn't need to do that. That was uncool. Yeah. And it's it was, too late now to remove or anything. It was a part of that whole phase. And I'll be honest with you. It was a part of that whole phase with Super Mega where it's like, let's be edgy. Let's be edgy. We're the cool. Let's players. We don't yeah. we don't give a fuck that whole shit. Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, that like whole shtick. There's a there's. I mean, we've both said a lot of things on the Internet. I'm sure we're in there. I'm sure we're continuing to say things that in the future we're going to be yeah. like, fuck. I mean, it's part of growing up and, and you know, there's so many things I regret. I'm sorry and I'm not I, Jesus Christ. I know. And, and like <laughs> looking back, there's things where I'm like, fuck, shouldn't have said that. But it's like, you know, you can only like, I guess, move forward and, and accept that stuff and, and change going forward to not say shitty things. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've changed a lot as, since Super Mega started just as a person. So, of course, not everything's still going to line up with with how I feel now. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I don't know. That's that's also the danger of documenting everything every day on the Internet is, you know, you, you get some bad things in there that, you know, you're like, well. Makes you easier to attack. The more stuff you have online, just like yeah. it makes it easier to attack. But, I mean, like, obviously those things aren't things I would still say or stand with. Um, but, you know, what can you do? Nothing. Nothing at all. Nope. Just you just got to wait for the hate mob to stop because whenever an article like that goes out, there's a lot of people that don't do the research that just take the words. For, That's true. And and they just, they just roll have with to it deal with it. Without, you just have to fucking. You got it. You got to kind of accept take, it. Yeah. And just kind of. You know, if and if you did say something shitty, apologize. Just be honest and just about it. Like on. that's the that's the number one thing. Like all I'm like, oh, let's go back to like Jake or Logan. Like their apology, like or Logan Paul's apology, super corporate, super bullshit, right? With the the music and the close up of his hands and or just all that shit. Um, I honestly don't know what he could have said to like. No, I he, think, he, well, he kind I'm of biased. fucked up beyond belief. Yeah, I'm kind of biased one. in that situation, so I don't see him in my eyes really, really helping himself out. Like, no, dude, he kind of after that, that, that he he. he there was always like a tinge of like he's a dick, but he's just doing his own thing. He's he's he found success doing his own shit. There's shitty things you can come back from, and I feel like 
that to filming me, a, a man who had hung himself and putting in the thumbnail and then acting like like oh well, I was just yeah. It's like, no, you are a shitty person for that, dude. Yeah. You use that for views and money. And you and know, it's, like, and it's just like, I knew what type of person I thought he was before that. And that just kind of clarified it. Kind of confirmed the bias. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and it's, it's kind of not hard for the, f- when you look at those types of YouTubers to see that. But when you're a kid, um, those types of YouTubers, I, the best way I can describe it is those types of YouTubers, it's like, with little kids, it's like throwing a squeaking, bouncing, light-up ball for a dog. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like they are attracted to it because it's bright and it looks fun. And it's like, whoa, whoa, that looks so much fun. Oh, my God, I wish I had all that money. I wish my, I wish yeah, I had that many, many girls. Wow, girls, I'm just getting into girls and I'm hitting puberty, so I'm very interested in them. Blah, 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 blah. Wow, boobies in the thumbnail. All no, that it's shit. Like, it's like I totally see why kids watch it. Yeah. As long as they don't. And, you know, it's like if kids want to watch that, that's fine. They're kids. Yeah. But as long as they don't, you know, they're not influenced by that content and, and turn out like that, which the dangerous thing is by watching that, a lot of them take that as a role model and, and go on to some of them can turn out like that. And that's yeah. dangerous. And I don't want this to turn into me attacking kids like who are underage. Because they're kids and they're going to watch. But, you know, they're, they're not fully developed. They're going to watch what they want to watch and they're going to watch what seems fun and flashy, of course. Yeah. But what I'm kind of gearing towards is. Now, I got to be careful here because they're not 18 yet and they have a lot of room to grow. But I find I find it troubling when I see people such as Bad Baby or Jacob Sartorius. Um, These are people who are young, who are so encompassed with the success, because a lot of the young kids, they don't end up getting success and they end up growing up and they're like, oh, wow, that was a phase of mine. I'm glad I grew out of that. But it seems like I don't know when I was a kid, there weren't these like big kids celebrities around you the celebrities were like boy bands and like uh, even youtubers weren't that just like smosh and fred is like shane dawson and smosh you know yeah but i'm even talking like right now you have kids like jacob and like all these people you say what you want about them i'm just saying that i think it's very it's it's not good for someone that young to be exposed to the public eye to that extent. Because when I was young, the only forum I had to publicly express myself was Club Penguin, RuneScape, Haba Hotel, um, that type of stuff when mm-hmm. I was really young. But kids now have Twitter. They have all these things that um, you can go back and see what they've said. You, they, I mean, you say some stupid shit when you're a kid. Yeah. And not only that, but... You can you can kind you can really fuck up what's going on in your life when you're young. You're, By saying if, some dumb if, shit that you're unaware of is you know not socially acceptable. Out, yeah, you know all that stuff. Like when you're if you're if you're 16, I think you can get a job at like 16 or 15. 15, or 16. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like you know like say there's a nine year old on Twitter doesn't understand like I guess the delicacy of like racial issues. Yeah. He thinks. You know, racist jokes are funny because he's nine years old. Yeah. He makes a racist joke and then that comes back to bite him in the ass when he tries to get a job. Shit like that. It's like it's a big I think being that age and having such wide access to and I don't think there's anything wrong with him having access to the Internet. I think that I think it's definitely a larger responsibility and a lar- I think there's a lot of negative aspects that come with it. And I think the first generation will learn that maybe the painful way. Yeah. And, and I think that also going back to like Logan Paul and, you know, kids are going to watch what is flashy and fun and you can't blame them for that. That's why I think the responsibility falls on the creators to be role models. Yeah. And, and you know what? 
we're not good role models. No, no, not. But at our all. content is not made for children. We're not gearing it towards kids. Where Logan Paul clearly, like, he knows his audience and he's making it for that audience. You yeah. know, like they clearly understand what audience they're going for. They are clearly gearing it towards that audience. Right, right. We, yeah, kids watch our shit, but we're not making stuff for kids. Right. Kids just happen to watch our stuff. Logan and them, they know exactly what their viewer base is, what their audience is. I don't know. He literally has to look out his window to see his 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 yeah. viewer base. Yeah. You know, and, and it's I, young, young kids. And honestly, recently, whenever I see someone that's recognized me, they've always been around my age. Like, I know yeah. we have a lot of young fans, but I know there's a lot of fans that are our age that and stick with us. I, and I don't think that Logan or Jake have the I mean, I know there are some 20 year old fans or 40 year old fans. There's always going to be those. And the parents. My dad's a in. huge fan of Jake Paul. Yeah. But I, I feel like. To to be a fan of them, you kind of have to be a dick because if you're old enough to understand, you mean like if you're older, yeah, yeah, you have to you have to I guess be a dick or socially completely unaware. unaware. Yeah, socially unaware. Yeah, and, and I think that um, well, I, I, I don't know that maybe I'm judging people too hard, but it just seems like is are because are they the this is gonna sound fucked up, but to kids. Are Logan and Jake the jackass of their generation? Like the people who do a lot of fucked up things. Like Jackass was fun for us. And I'm sure a lot of adults that watch Jackass or older people that watch Jackass. Um, I don't know. My dad loved Jackass, actually. My dad loved it, too. So it's Well, like, the, the thing is, it's like, I don't know. The Jackass guys always showed humility. Yeah. Which Logan and Paul. And they were dicks lo- lo- a lot of the time in public, too. And they did a lot of stuff like fuck up hotel rooms. They did all that. Like yeah. they did some of the same shit but that I don't know, these I, people did. I think what's most alarming to me about the Paul brothers is the lack of humility to where they they flaunt things so much. And I think that's their persona that's, is based on their ego. And that's that's a really bad thing to teach young people growing up. Yeah, that's all about me, 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 me. Yeah, and also on top of that, like people like Jacob Sartorius and and Bad Baby and Lil Tay or whatever their names are. It's like I feel like when you're that young, you can't comprehend humility and an ego yet yeah so you well you're all ego at that age yeah exactly when you're young you're all ego because you haven't had the life experiences to teach you humility to teach you uh really what it's like to have a big ego Mm -hmm. so when you start that young that kind of sets the stage for the rest of your life to have a big ego and i hate to break it to you guys but no one likes somebody with a big big ego people with big egos are really no fun to be around they it's um it's very, it's very obvious when you're around someone And like it's exhausting that. to be around someone with yeah. a big ego. I've known many people with big Man. egos, and it's just like, oh my god, stop. I'm just glad I don't have a big ego. Same, dude. I'm probably the most humble person I know. Same. High five? God, we make so much fucking money. <laughs> anyway. Um, and we're so fucking jacked and hot, and women want to fuck us. And we have the biggest penis. And men want to fuck us, too. Men want to fuck that. us, too. Hell men yeah. want to fuck us. <laughs> I go to bed at night thinking, God, men want to fuck me and my, all my money. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> Reminds me of the, the bad guy from uh, Master of Disguise. Yes. Okay. I, Daniel had it on like years ago. I think it was before we moved out here, and he was just watching it. Like he had it on, and he was watching it with his mom and his sister, and it was it was really bad. But I legitimately laughed when the villain was laughing because I forgot this was a joke, and then. <laughs> I know I'm so mature, but the villain he's like, ha, 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 and it, it got a legitimate laugh it's funny, out of dude. Me. It's, it's funny. Got, it farts will never not be funny. And girls, you know, farts girl, are universally. Funny. I guarantee girls think. I know for a fact girls think farts are funny. They're just more on the down low about it. Yeah, right. I want. I okay. <laughs> we need a movement where women can more openly embrace fart 
like fart culture and and and, and farts. It's because, called queef culture, man. Well, no, because because I feel like a lot of girls they feel like they can't fart and they can't joke about farts because that's not womanly. Everyone does it, and it's funny. It doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl. It doesn't matter what color your skin is. If you fart, that shit's funny to me. I just pray. It's like if I had a if I had a girlfriend, you know, my the number one thing it would be is like, if you fart, I'm gonna laugh. I'm not gonna be disgusted. I don't think most guys would be disgusted. No, that's right? a, that's a myth. Is that like a '50s thing? I don't know. I feel like I feel like assholes get disgusted. Hey, honey, did you make dinner? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like it's that's like, how dude. it would go back then. But now it's like, hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh god that laugh kills me dude it's so sudden like i i think that i i think the biggest step in a relationship is not the first kiss it's the first fart that's like yeah. when you've reached like real comfortability it's like god, wow. we we're talking about just like god kids don't know they gotta mature they're watching these logan paul jake paul and it's like Man, farting. <laughs> yeah, dude. Our next, our next, our next conversation thing. about our con- funny farts. Our are. content, our, our content isn't geared towards kids. <laughs> and then, like, how many fart sound effects have played since then? I've probably made two, three farts. <laughs> we're talking effects. about funny farts. <laughs> God, we just destroyed our entire argument. Let's just end the podcast. Wait, wait. Before we go, I on the topic of fans and being recognized and stuff, I want to say that. Um, I ran into a bunch of you guys at uh, the Renaissance Fair recently. And we're going to run into more. Well, yeah. you will. I wasn't there that time, but I'll be there next time we go to the Renaissance Fair. Yeah, and, and I, I just want to, I really can't express enough how grateful we are for everyone who listens and supports. And, and you know, the people that we meet in real life who come up to us, like, we can't express how grateful and, and nice you guys are. And, and it really means a lot when you guys come up and, and say that you like our stuff and, like, I don't know. Never like, be afraid. Like, we, I promise we're not going to be dicks. If you come up, if you see us in public from a distance, even when we look busy, just come up and say, hey, we just love that. Just don't, like, yell in our faces about it. Don't, so j- I'm, I'm don't looking, suck my dick. I'm looking for my fucking do-rag, dude. Where'd your do-rag go? I can't find it. Is it gone? You weren't wearing it when you came in. Was I not? You weren't wearing it. It must have fallen off much earlier. Oh, man. Anyway, guys, uh, we love you so much. Follow Thank you for supporting. Follow us both su- on Twitch. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Eli Ryan McGee and Twitch.tv slash MH Watson. Oh, you got it. And Twitter, Matt H. Watson, Eli Ryan McGee. And uh, teasing it, we do have a Patreon coming soon, so keep your eyes out for that. Not sure how soon, but we also... <gasps> Holy shit, we got lots of new stuff on the way. We're actually really excited. Um, and this this is not one of those times where we're like, we got new stuff on the way and then nothing happens. We really do have some. We're actually recording some of that this week. We got so. some We got some big new shows on the way, so get excited. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please rate us on iTunes to help bump us up on the iTunes charts. Get us to number 69. Wouldn't that be funny? We're not geared towards kids, I promise. Um, but guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.